Welcome to Greedwatch 2018, a Common Rider O's recap podcast, not a honey trap at all. (laughs) This is episode 37, Sleep, 100 Million, and Birth Transfer. Uh, Birth's employment shift? Transfer (laughs) seems like a better translation, to be honest. I mean, both of them do not sound like superhero things. Both of them sound like we're going to watch something about middle management. Have you ever read a Spider-Man comic? Like half of a Spider-Man comic is about Peter Parker's job woes, man. Same basic thing. I mean, I I have in my life read a Spider-Man comic. Which one? Uh, Seven. Fake geek boy. Yeah. I'm Coriander Dickinson, and I have with me Josh A. Kagan. Hello, I'm Josh A. Fake geek boy. (laughs) And Adam Wasserman. Hello, honeys. (laughs) Oh, Hi. (laughs) uh hey you two yeah the story is rapidly developing oh yeah i noticed that it is rapidly developing rapidly developing in the uh in this week sort of like here's all the bullshit from last week like we could even begin to catch you up on 36 episodes of this nonsense at the end of it uh the announcer or our translation was like the story's rapidly developing because now like everything's coming to a head. I don't know if I would call 37 half hours of television to get to a point that we probably could have gotten to in like, say half hour, 12, a rapid development. No, it's now it has started rapidly developing. Oh, now here we go. Keep your hands inside the car at all times. The reporter's been on site. Nothing, you know, it's everything seemed normal. And then shots rang out and she's like, the situation's rapidly developing. Here we go. Yeah. And before you get on the roller coaster, you have to watch like a 15 minute <laughs> video in a holding area. Oh, it's Star Tours. Yeah. And they covered like a reasonable amount. It's like Missoula and Gamble are back. AG's full of metals, even though he's human. Uh, Date's got a brain injury. Maki has revealed his true feelings, which I feel like he kind of did a thousand episodes. Like, there was never a point where I was like, (laughs) I wonder if Maki's evil or not. This weird man who doesn't make eye contact and only talks to a shoulder puppet. That is very normative of you. You're right. You're right. You're right. You know what? Maybe not that because I also am terrible at eye contact, but I am going to say that maybe the uh, talking only to a puppet (laughs) and making it little clothes. uh, You know what? I still talk to my stuffed animals. You're right. It's a wash. Uh, All of us have been guilty of these things. You know what? I want to take this moment to apologize to everybody out there who doesn't make eye contact and talks to a puppet. I apologize for saying you might be evil. So our entire listenership, I presume. Oh, both of them? Well, I wanted to ask uh, if either of you know bald joint doll people. <laughs> I try not to. Oh, so, so, <laughs> my, uh, my dear acquaintance, Jade, uh, who uh, lives in the Pacific Northwest and is a brilliant artist, she just got a ball joint doll and for like three weeks... Uh, her IG was just like close-up pictures of a doll wearing different outfits. And I was like, oh no, she's been, she's been replaced by the pods people. But no, she's just real psyched about her new doll, giving it outfits and stuff. It's cool. It's a cool doll. Yeah. So they're like specifically a demographic of people that already exist that carry dolls around in like little baby doll bjorns. I don't. And sew clothing for them. I don't assume Jade is carrying them around in a baby doll bjorn. Although, get it, girl. Do whatever. It's great. I have nothing against BJD people. I just, it's, 
I've got a lot of balls in the air and I cannot afford to maybe get sucked down another rabbit hole at this point in my life. So are what you're saying, Adam, is what you're saying rather in English, that you're down with BJD? Yes, you know me. The story is rapidly developing. (laughs) We are in Maki's former lab slash Date's office where Secretary Goto is hard at work reading a magazine about Common Rider birth and answering <laughs> phone manual. calls. It's like it was the, I was like, it's the Sears catalog for Common Riders. So it's like, oh yay, it's the Christmas edition. What do I want under the tree? It's the manual that Date never bothered to read. Goto's a lot more studious. He gets bored and he's like, I'd like to look at my boyfriend's skull for a while though. So wait a minute, is it like the greatest American hero? Like, is that why but Dante's real good at it. We all okay, remember. but do you, okay when he first showed up, he literally had a manual that he said he had never read. Yeah, it was like two inches thick. Whereas this is like magazine size, or perhaps <sighs> like a volume release of some sort of comic book. <laughs> Maybe it's a, yeah, it's the tra- it's not the trade paperback. It's the uh, it's the weekly <laughs> issues. It's the of- sing- it's the floppies. Uh, maybe. Kogami commissioned a shorter version uh, after the fiasco with Dati in the hopes that the next birth would actually be bothered to read it. Yeah, my assumption is that Maki spent, you know, just a, an evening with InDesign following some <laughs> YouTube tutorials and got it got it all set nice instead of what it used to be, which was like letters cut out of newspapers <laughs> and photos from a Polaroid camera. Oh, so it's a zine? <laughs> it's, a, it's a common writer zine? <laughs> I mean, I would read a common writer zine. I've been into writer girl music for a long time, so oh, mm. it didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work. Yeah. Uh, but I, you story, know what? There the, is actually the story is rapidly developing. Josh, there, there there actually is like a band called Common Writer Girls that do covers of Common Writer songs and are like official Common Writer adjacent. I've never been less surprised by a piece of information. Are they actually... Each of them dresses like a different Common Writer. Surprise! Surprise! Are they humans or are they uh, vocaloids? No, they're humans. Oh, good for them. Like 90% of Japanese performers are actual humans. Okay. The story is rapidly developing. Anyways, Goto's just looking at the birth catalog, looking at Date's skull bullet, and thinking about just why 100 million yen even exists as a number, but more importantly, why Date's so hot on exactly 100 million yen. If Goto's anything like me lately, he's thinking about the failures of capitalism. I was more reminded, I was like, oh, is this a James Nguyen movie, like Birdemic or Jack and Julia, where they're just like, everybody just always talks and like, a hundred million dollars. You're going to make just always these enormous round numbers, like a kid wrote it. It's just like, what's the most money in the world? I don't know, a hundred million yen. Uh, but everybody said, everybody says a hundred million yen about a hundred million times in this episode. And then the phone rings. And it's Date's teacher, and he's calling Date's mom to ask why he didn't come to school today. Because Date had a note that said, please excuse Date from class. Signed, Date's mother. (laughs) Yeah. Like, literally, Date's mother. Date is, like, kind of the sweat hog of common writers, I feel like. He would have fit in on Welcome Back, Cotter. Oh, for sure. Welcome back, common. Oh, welcome back to that Mm. same prefecture that you dreamed about. Up your nose with a rubber monster. (laughs) I'm sure there's a, I'm sure there's a video of that somewhere. If you want to see a tentacle in somebody's nose. Mm. Oh, there's Mm. at least one video of a tentacle in somebody's nose. I thought you were just happy to see me. 
actually Date's doctor called to ask why he didn't go to his appointment. But I'm not sure that doctors in Japan have doctor-patient privilege because they seem to just tell anybody anything. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Just set up on the side of the road. Ask me about my patients. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Goto is not not pleased and he goes to track Date down and find out why the dickens he didn't go to his very important appointment. Cut to... Cut to. <laughs> <laughs> Hong Kong. Location. Couscousier. <laughs> it's the Hong Kong Fair. Yay! Yay. They have Hong Kong potatoes and all sorts of Hong Kong things. <laughs> and Hina in like a cham song and it's real cute. And uh, Hina encourages Ankh to eat real food to keep her brother healthy. And we get a flashback to remind us that Hina, was when she was on her like yummy deathbed was like stay in his body keep it going you got it's like a car you got to turn it on once a month to make sure it still runs <laughs> i'm not sure that's the thrust <laughs> of it but Anka and hina have like this nice awkward interaction where they neither of them wants to admit that they may have become closer as people and and then Ankh like grabs his chopsticks like a small child by the ends in a fist and it's real cute mm. There's a lot of cute stuff going on in the couscousier today. Sure is, and that, that continues when Goto walks in, and boy, oh boy, are his uh, are his uh, underpants in a twist. Server Ag has just delivered a new meal to someone sitting in a corner behind like a blind, and they are reading newspaper up real big in front of their face. <laughs> oh no, it's Date. It's very subtle. And he's just like yes, hanging he- out. Not doing anything weird. A classic, <laughs> a classic hard day's night maneuver, hiding behind the newspaper. He's like, "Whoa, you got me." Goto's like, "You didn't go to your doctor's appointment, and you know you got your, you got that, you know what, and your, you know where." And everybody's like, "Wait a minute, something's wrong with Date." What? Also, when Goto comes in, he comes in. Date's basically around the corner in the shot. So you can see Date and you can see Goto. And Goto comes in and Shioko's like, oh, it's nice to see you, Goto. You haven't been around for, since you quit your job. And he's like, yeah, where's Date? And she's like, she does this like thing where she's like, I feel like Date's hiding, but she just looks and leans over so she can see him <laughs> and has this look on her face like, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say anything about this. The jig is up. I would say if one were to look at this from a story perspective, it's rapidly developing. <laughs> Cut to. Please do not take a drink every time Josh says rapidly developing because we do not want our listeners to get alcohol poisoning. Cut to a long romantic walk at sunset. And our, yeah. good, boy, our good boys, our good boys having a real, having a real open ups times. Goto's real sorry about his mistake. He's looking down all, all, all embarrassed and he's, he's sort of swirling his toe around in the dirt and he's like i'm so sorry Aww. and date looks him in the eye and he's like it's okay these things happen and they smooch for 20 minutes god what a great episode anyways i'm josh kagan uh and <laughs> thank you all for listening <laughs> this has been date go to smooch watch 2018 Corey, what actually happens date agrees to go to the hospital and gets the like the one concession in that he gets to go see his doctor friend instead of just some nameless doctor off the street. Goto's like, I'm going with you to make sure you actually go. And Tate's like, all right, all right, I guess you don't trust me. <laughs> and then uh, Date peels off, uh, walks down the stairs, and uh, and has an episode on the stairs, not unlike. Uh, in Valley of the Dolls, when singer Tony, whatever his name is, 
falls and Sharon Tate standing there like, oh my God, Tony, what happened? You've got some weird brain disease. And the same thing happens, except now Sharon Tate is being played by Goto. And Goto left, so he didn't actually see this. He didn't even see it, but we saw it. That Dante doesn't even know how stairs hit. The bullet has penetrated his cerebral cortex. (laughs) It's it's Dante. (laughs) He has has the pains in his head that make it hard for him to live. He can't stairs. He can no longer stairs. He cooked his nines. And then you count the medals, one, two, three. And uh, we, uh, after the credits and the title and the employment shift, uh, allusion to, uh, we're at uh, Dr. Maki Havisham's manor. And everyone's just hanging out, being evil and having an evil time. Gamble's got his snacks back. It's Everything's back to normal. <laughs> he gives Missoula snacks, so we know that's still weird. Like being yes. in fucking suspended <laughs> yeah. coin animation has not changed that. So they're still stupid. I mean, I'm sure we've commented on this before, but they're not in greed form right now. They're in human form. So it's like mid-20s looking guy who doesn't seem real bright and like, I don't know, like a 14-year-old girl. (laughs) Maybe 16. She might be 16. It's hard to tell. She dresses like she's 16, but she's very small. They got their fabric up so we know that they're 800-year-old aliens. Yeah, it's fine. Officer. Officer, she told me she was 800. (laughs) Well, Maki finally goes and does the thing that we were all afraid he was going to do and puts up purple silk for himself. He went to Mood, he said hi to Swatch, and he used his money that week to buy a bolt of purple shiny stuff. And now he's a greed wannabe, a wanna greed. It's cultural appropriation of the worst kind. Yeah, baby Ankh is bouncing his soccer ball up against the wall relentlessly, and Kazari's sitting there watching him. I'm surprised that wall doesn't have a hole in it. Maki descends the staircase, and they all gather in greed formation. Yeah, and Maki says, all right, here's here's the plan. Uh, we're going to combine all of our powers, and it's going to be hot as shit. And Ms. Will's like, dude, we know. We know that there's a plan. Otherwise, I certainly wouldn't be here because, like, fuck that guy. Fuck Kazari. And Kazari's all like, who, me? Innocent little me? He turns into the shrug emoticon. He's just like, boom. Cut to rooftop armadillo. (laughs) Oh, and (laughs) Missoula, wait, does Missoula say, and we've made a yummy and it's going to be crazy? Probably. Not yet. Oh, and also Maki. the yummy at all. Oh, I thought she did. Okay, never mind. But look, we got a Maki maybe makes everybody's core medals pop out and fly around so we can look at them. Or maybe that was just like poetic license. I'm unclear. Anyways, as Corey was saying, we got a rooftop armadillo, and that fucking thing means Ugh. business, and it's ugly and gross. And it's got like it part. It's partly like urchin on its arm. Yeah, it's got a, it's got shoulder shoulder uni. It sends out like a billion tiny spines into the world, and like a very small percentage of them hit people in the back of the neck, and apparently do nothing. Yeah. yeah, they just get, like, absorbed into the body, harmlessly. Yeah, harmlessly. Including Chiyoko. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I would call them asymptomatic carriers, probably. They're not showing anything. Who even knows what's going to happen? Maybe it was some kind of, like, you know, acupuncture, and they're they're going to be more relaxed now. That's great. What a solid that uh, shoulder uni armadillo is doing for everybody. What a nice young thing. Absolutely. Uh, we go back to Maki's greed conference and everybody's <laughs> just picking on him. It's great. Mazul is like creepily rubbing her hand on his face. Oh, and Gamma, no likey. I don't oh, no. like him. No, so, no. so Maki 
as, as this happens, Maki's eyes roll up into into his skull as though he's either about to pass out or is experiencing the little death. And then so does Gamel, and then Gamel's mad about it. Yeah, I don't like that guy. I don't like that guy. Mizul touched touched him in a possibly inappropriate way. She's like doing negging flirting to Maki. Oh. She's like, whatever, boy, and you know, don't call me boy, call me doctor. And then Mizul's like, okay, yes. doctor boy. It's like the group of mean girls converging on like the lonely nerd at in the cafeteria and like toying with him. And like, you know that he knows that they're making fun of him, but there's this one part of him that's like, maybe this is serious and he doesn't quite want to let it die. And that's where the discomfort comes from. But it's like a 40-year-old man and maybe yeah. a 16-year-old girl. But that 16-year-old girl is like thousands of years old, and Maki has the emotional intelligence of a three-year-old, so... <laughs> Don't stand so close to me. That yeah. girl is 800 years old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> she calls him Dr. Boy, and he says, Good morning, how are you? I'm Dr. Boy, and we cut to the city. <laughs> It's nighttime, but are people sleeping? They are not. This is the most relatable this show has ever been. Yeah, going to middle-aged drivers, it's nap time. They roll in the seat back. Oh, it's uncomfortable. Bedroom, it's counting the sheep. And you get to 100, and the sleep still won't come. Chioko can't sleep. They're just, they're just, they cut to a shot of the city, and everybody's like, I can't sleep. I can't sleep. Please, St. George Bailey, I can't sleep. <laughs> I mean, wow. It's like this gummy reached into my mind and pulled out my deepest fears. We cut to the next morning and everybody's up and around at the couscousier and Chioko's got a real bad case of the no sleeps. I'm surprised she even came in. She can't even stand. Yeah. yeah. Also, this firmly establishes that she lives somewhere that's not the couscousier because she has to have come from her home. Yeah. It could be a detached residence. Oh, come on. It'd be like a converted garage in the, the backyard. <laughs> I don't think the, that's very yes, likely. The, the mother-in-law suite. Uh, yeah, but uh, I definitely have gone a night or two without sleeping. Yeah. And I'm not walking around like somebody just spiked my drink. Uh, she is in real bad nick. Can't even sleep. They got to go to the hospital. And they get there, and everybody's got the no sleeps. That's right. And also, Date's there for his checkup, because there's only one hospital. Oh, they should call Dr. Knife Fingers. Maybe she knows what to do. She is a highly trained surgeon. <laughs> she can operate on Dante's brain. Remember, doctors here don't work for free. You got to pay them up front for your little checkup, which is just a physical. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and you should definitely go see your, your doctor friend who you were in, quote unquote, Africa with. Dr. Buddy. Uh, so we are there and uh, finishes up, uh, Dante finishes up his part with Dr. Buddy and then he's got to go get his blood drawn and finger up his butt or whatever the heck. And uh, he leaves the room and uh, Dante uh, or Goto is just like, hey, can you tell me literally everything about your patient who you've sworn an oath to not talk about to strangers? And he's like, well, you came with him, so that must mean you're, you're allowed to have all of his personal privileged information. Sit down, this may take a while. He tells us shocking news, which is a bullet in your head is bad for you. What? I know. I know the story is still developing or rapidly developing. I can't even do my own bit. Yeah, he's got, he's got a bullet in his head and it's real bad. And the natural response to that is, well, what about 100 million yen? What if he moves mm -hmm. around a lot? Would that be bad for the bullet in his head? What? What? Yes, yes. that would be extremely bad. But he, <laughs> he knows what he's doing. doing 
he knows that. So if he is moving around really rapidly, it's for a good reason. he knows what's up. That's <laughs> fine. It's fine. Tazi's just sitting, sitting in a coffee shop that's on fire, and he's fine. This is fine. Back to the uh, hospital waiting room. Everybody is still real no sleepy and real angry. And Eiji's like, no, they're whiny. They're just a bunch of whiny no sleep babies. They're whiny. Yeah, one guy. I don't want to sleep. Why yeah, they say, sir, you, you can't sleep here. And the guy's like, no shit, Sherlock. Sleep. I can't sleep here. Would I be at the hospital? Because one night of not sleeping, one night of insomnia. <laughs> Go to the hospital immediately. I have zero pity for these people. <laughs> I do have pity for those people because I'm useless without sleep. Uh, like, But also, it's magic insomnia, so maybe it's worse. And also, it's not just that they haven't slept, but they feel like they should be able to sleep, but they can't. Which is somewhat different than regular insomnia, where you, or at least for me, where you wish you felt like you could sleep, but you don't. Oh, oh there's a broad spectrum of insomnias, my dude. Oh, you better believe there's there's feeling like you're exhausted and not being able to sleep. Take that. <sighs> Anecdotal evidence. Look, I missed all of that because I was so upset that I pulled my earphone out, so I don't know what to <laughs> Angie's like, you know what? I wonder if this is some yummy. So he pulls a robot out of his I think this robot beeps at him to let him know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's a hopper can. You know, hopper can. Our yeah. old friend. Hopper can. It wants to kill Kermit the Frog and use it as use him as a logo for a bunch of restaurants. Yeah, no, and it's then, on, uh, on the Hopper can. Oh, He's I see. saying there's a yummy. My mistake. <laughs> it's it's time. And then somehow Date in the doctor's office while he's getting his blood drawn is like <laughs> my my yummy sense is tingling. I'm like, it's what? Probably no, his gorilla, gorilla can told him. Gorilla can. But the milk jug is with Goto. He probably keeps the gorilla can on him. But we don't see it. But look. It's it's implied. Yeah. But anyways, he just gets right the F out of there. And now it's time yeah. to uh, look. It's time to do some fights. Fight in quotes, because this is this is one of those. Ha ha. You, you, you're not equipped to deal with this. Let's let's make fun of you situations. My favorite line in 37 episodes, by the way, is coming up. Uh, but oh, uh, please do. So uh, so we're, we're back on the roof and the Yummy prepares to do part B of whatever its evil plan is. And then Ankh and Eiji show up and there's fighting and the Yummy is hard because uh, as Ankh says, well, remember, Gamble's hard. And I went, yeah. Oh, mine says that Gamble's greatest feature is his durability. That's a way better way of putting it. Totally. Yeah. And uh, so, but he's like, so I got an idea, uh, AG. Aim, don't aim, aim just for the Missoula part. That <laughs> thing on his shots. shoulder covered in spikes. That'll probably, that's probably <laughs> nerf. That'll probably just go re- down real easy. <laughs> they look rubbery enough. And it doesn't work. Uh, and anyways, and then uh, Date shows up and he's about to become birth. But uh, Goto stops him and he's like, no, I can't. Didn't you skip over your favorite line or what I assume it must Not have yet. been? Not yet. Not yet. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you were going to laugh I thought at it was the, the hardness stuff. of the armadillo. No, no. This is, it's oh, yeah, it's yeah. Is he getting poked in, right in the butthole? Yeah, and he's, it, like, he's, he's like, leave my butt alone. Leave my butt alone. Uh, the real comedy bits. Yeah. So Date does not turn into birth because Goto loves him. And then Ankh yep. and AJ quibble. AG. AJ. It's Simon and Simon. Uh, Ankh and AJ uh, quibble about what metal goes where. And I damn if I could give a shit. Uh, and in the process, AJ gets extra punched. AJ is about to go back on the attack. 
And then the, 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 the yummy makes a strategic move to jump off the building uh, and screams, victory by running away. Which you skipped so much. No, that's pretty accurate. There was what, fire. What about was the it? part where they let, let him on fire, causing him to run away? Yes. Yeah. And the part where AG asked for a medal that they didn't have, and Ankh is like, yeah. how come you can't keep track of all of our medals? My exact note here was Ankh and AG quibble about what medal goes where, and I don't care. So I, I'd like to think that I covered it, but they put it in the fire medal, and he oh. shoots out fire, and most importantly, the monster screams victory by running away by jumping off the side of the building, and I've never had a family crest or motto, but I think victory by running away is... I it's going to sound dynamite in Latin. Mm. Mm. Well, what AG and Ankh are doing is not important. What is important is oh. Date and Goto yes. who are wrestling over the belt. Who gets to have it? And it's like, no, your life is at stake. He's like, don't you think I know that? They break up. AG's like, what? What do you mean your life's at stake? It's so sad. There was a word in the that I, of course, didn't bother to uh, write down that they did not translate, but Date says something along the lines of, what I took to mean, well, I guess I'm not part of the Fun Guys Club anymore or something. Oh, mine said tag team. Oh, yeah. Our translation, it was a word that started with G, and boy, I should have written it down, but it, it didn't. It just... Oh, no, it was com- It was it was the com- com- uh, combi, I think. The oh. combo. Okay. He, he says, well, I guess we're not a combo anymore. And he, like, takes his milk jug and leaves Goto brokenhearted. Yeah, he just walks out. And me, the- also brokenhearted. I think they're going to figure things out. Oh, I don't know. So now Goto and AJ have a uh, romantic walk uh, by the <laughs> riverside because Goto is no time to waste. He's be, he knows he's, <laughs> he's a like rebound. Yeah, he is. But a- you know, they're talking about him. Yeah, that's yeah. true. You know? I don't know if you two are aware of this, but mm-hmm. the thing is, is that Dante has a bullet lodged in his skull. Oh, weird. They should, mention yeah. this. They should just take that out, you know? And oh, yeah. They like, just like pop it on out. And then, of course, the natural conversation progression. When you talk about a friend who has a bullet in their skull, your next question is, boy, they sure want a lot of money. I wonder why. We're discussing Date's brain problem and Date's in a park sitting down, about to take a nice big gulp of water from a bottle. And then (laughs) he gets a a brain thing. Yeah. And then the brain things makes him drops the bottle. He he tries to reach it and he can't. Because Maki grabs it with his snatchy hands. He's developed a Ted Stryker drinking problem. That's how bad it is now. But Maki has no time for Date's like, Hi, Dr. Maki, let me try to touch your doll. Remember our thing that we do? And he's like, no, stop. I don't have time for you for this. I have an important business to conduct. And he conspiratorially takes a seat at the bench back to back against Date from like five feet away so they can have a quiet conversation. But the doll money. is facing Date. It's amazing. And Maki offers up a hypothetical that may or may not apply to uh, Date's day to day. He says, Hey, what if I had a job that paid you, say, I don't know, about 50 million yen up front, 50 million yen when you're done? I'm no math magician. That sounds like about 100 million yen. That thing, you know anybody who needs 100 million yen, 100 million yen, 100 million yen? He's like, You want me to work for you? Hmm. And Maki's like, All you want is money. That's your whole thing. Meanwhile, Goto is asking, What would someone want 100 million yen? for or ag is it doesn't matter who asked the question because we're back in time where goto was told by doctor friend what happened back in the day in 
mysterious Africa. <laughs> it's very mysterious. They take about 54 hours to establish using flashbacks and an entirely different set and new actors and stuff that uh, Dante, <laughs> same actors. Dante <laughs> wants to build a medical school in troubled. But, the he land never of- says that. He just says that they're going to leave and then all his good work will be undone because there'll be no one to do good work. And if only there was some way that he could leave, but people would still be okay. Right. And the yeah, two Goto's them- making a leap. <laughs> and yes. then Goto Goto's takes like a running connecting, start. <laughs> connecting some very disparate images. And, and, makes a, and, and, and makes a leap that would make the Olympic long jump champion blush with, with, with impressiveness and get senpai eyes and is like, Hey, I bet he wants to make a hospital. That's the only thing that makes sense. And he's like, I, I mean, I funded schools. It's basically the same thing. He goes, like, oh, right, because you used to be a weird guy who went around and funded rebel rebellions and shit. I remember this. I can relate. I made a school once. Uh, so they want to, it's not, is it a hospital or a medical school they decide on? I think a medical school. Great. They, yeah, they work it up. In the, in the flashback, Dante's all like, we got to pull out because lack humanitarian aid. Like, we've been really into this, but when we leave, all these people are going to be left behind. And his other doctor friend's like, yeah, but we can't help that without money. And so Goto's like, he wants to make a hospital so that when people are gone, their presence still lingers. And then AG's like, a school. Not a ghost machine, which is what I would have assumed. It went on a bit of a walk. Yeah, <laughs> and we we've established that AG has in some way been related to an education program somewhere. <laughs> They've got all sorts of great programs there. They've got only help people who are within three feet on either side of you. One hundred and one. Yeah. They've got sometimes things happen when you try to help people. There's all sorts of good good programs to learn the youngins. Underpants washing. Oh yeah, <laughs> how many underpants do you need? Two. Uh, okay, Two. <laughs> What's the armadillo yummy doing during oh, all this? He's finally doing it. Well, first of all, Ankh is thinking about this. And Ankh's like, hmm, if step A is making people want to sleep but can't, then they want to sleep. That's desire, but it's not really generating metals. Hmm. Oh, I know. And then he doesn't tell us. But that's okay. Because then we learn how yummies are made. Yeah, well, we learn how yummies are made amongst greeds, and we have a... Yeah, basically, Gamel and Mazul make a baby. Unchained Melody is playing in the background, and they're just sun-dappled, and, the, and she pulls a metal out and inserts it lovingly into Gamel's stupid fucking forehead, and uh, a yummy pops out of him, and now they're parents. Because normally, Gamel puts a metal in his own forehead, so I guess, and Mazul puts metals in other people's foreheads, so I guess if Gamel manifests his forehead slot, and Mazul tenderly puts a coin in there, they make they make a beautiful yummy together. And all, all Gamel had to do was just exaggeratedly yawn and sit there. And then and then shout, it came out like five times, and it's, it's unpleasant. And then we see a pair of feet enter the screen, we don't know who it is. Mm-hmm. But I assume it's uh, Tom and Jerry's There's, owner. They're clearly Date's boots. I know. Yeah, because Ari's like, hey, Ms. Will Gamble, this is your first time making a combo together. How's it feel? You got it all together? <laughs> Thanks for letting me watch. The yummy puts everyone to sleep. Uh, it, gives everyone uh-huh. a, it gives everyone a glass of warm milk uh, and plays this podcast. And everyone falls asleep. And oh. 
That's great. Uh, look, it's good for something. Uh, and uh, and the whole you know, is- this from someone who's never listened to the podcast. I'm sure it's fine. Uh, and- <laughs> Uh, And so we see the most, obviously one of the most exciting things you can uh, put on television, uh, a montage of people falling asleep. uh, It's very cathartic. It is very nice, actually. And then we see uh, in the background uh, of just coins stacking up, mad stacks, mad fat stacks. Big piles of money. And AG's yummy sense goes off. He flashes the purple eye and he gets the yummy sense. Like, also, the uh-huh. insomnia Dillo gets real fat briefly because he's full of metals, but then he slims back down. I love that fat thing so much. The yummy blows up like a blueberry. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, he it's its like One Piece when Luffy does like uh, Gomu Gomu Fusen and he turns himself into a big balloon. Yeah, same same spherical same roundness. Basics, yeah, but, but usually Blueberry... Luffy doesn't like jump off a building. <laughs> yeah, uh, Luffy would totally jump off a building while he did that. He gets... If only he wasn't a pirate on the sea. Uh, there's built. Look, I don't think you've watched One Piece. Anyway, there's lots of buildings in it. He's not island. always on the sea. There's islands. Look, he gets chunky and then he gets not chunky. And Josh, briefly... what's your opinion on One Piece? Uh, you know, I'm. That's all I wear. Okay, when the situation go, is rapidly developing. When I go to the beach, I wear my uh, 1920s bathing costume. With technically a one. Actually, you know what? It is a two piece because there's also a straw boater hat. Oh, okay. So, so you basically dress like Harold Lloyd. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Probably more Fatty Arbuckle than Harold Lloyd. Uh, oh, oh, that's except, true. except without the possible murder part, <laughs> as far as you know. <laughs> The Yummy put excitingly puts everyone to sleep. Ag Purple senses it, it shows up, and they fight. And there's arguing about metals some more. Oh, Ag tries to use his axe. He's like, maybe my axe will work, and it just doesn't. And he's like, yeah, yeah but I mean, like, he asks for the eel arms, and Ong's like, what the hell will that do? And there is no answer. <laughs> the eel arms electrify the axe, making it stronger. I thought jumping off the stairs was enough, but no, no I guess well, the eel it, arms did something. They were they clearly electrified the axe cart. What this shows is that, and I feel like this is a first time thing. What this shows is that after thirty seven goddamn half hours, Ag has finally learned to like improvise and mix combos together and do things. And he is in this one case one step ahead of Onk, which is like it's true. It's good, but maybe who knows what'll happen? Maybe he'll buy a third <laughs> pair of underwear. <laughs> oh, let's not. Get I crazy. mean, like. Laying before him in the debris of the explosion is the hugest money pile we have ever seen oh, from a yummy. He smashes him real good. Real good. Uh, I'm just looking forward to Ankh, like, popping his arm off and just Scrooge McDucking through that. Oh, uh, yeah. It's going to be good. But then a Tonka truck shows up. <laughs> <laughs> then a, a, a big drill scorpion arrives and drills up all the metals onto its magnetic scorpion drill. And then... Shower, and then the greed shows up, show up, and the scorpion sh- sends the metals flying so that they can have a silver shower. Uh, <laughs> I just okay. wanted to say silver shower. Okay, I know, I'm sorry. I know you did <laughs> so yeah, badly. Yeah, yeah. Their and money the gets taken, and then it, menacingly enough, the greed show up. I would just like to say, for the record, silver shower better than a bronze shower. Not as good as that <laughs> other thing. What other thing? The story's rapidly developing. Um, <laughs> all the bad team bad guys show up, and it's all the bad guys that we know. It's uh, it's Maki, it's Mizul, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's uh, Kazari, yeah. it's Gamble, yeah. and yeah. oh no! What? Date? 
is <gasps> the bad guys. Did he do a heel turn? <laughs> yes. And he's pointing a gun at everybody he's supposed to be friends with. And we're left at the standoff. Oh, also, Hina had a really cute haircut, uh, hairstyle in this episode. She had like two like half braids, uh, like one on each side, but they only went partway down and then they were tied off and then it was loose. And it was really cute. Well, they were like stuck up with like meat bun. Yeah. Well, no, like after that, though. Hair watch. Mm. Like when she was at the hospital, she had like these these two sort of like partial braids. Anyway, it was real cute. They played some music during this. Speaking of hair watch, they played some music during, uh, I think, the scene where Goto is spilling the beans to Eiji about the the brain bullet. They played like Kogami's theme. And it made me realize that I haven't seen Kogami in a while. Right? I miss him. It's been like six episodes or something. No, no. He was was there. Wasn't he there? He was there like two, three Four yeah, because no episodes ago. Was that is it that many? Because it was like Datik you're Oh, is oh, that when right, they right, right, the brain? Right. Okay, like it's been like a few episodes though. Yeah. It's been a little while. There's been a lot less Kogami per capita in this show, and I don't like it. Ever since baby Onks showed up and stole uh, the scene. Yeah. Stupid Ooh, baby. The cousin Oliver of Common Rider O's. Uh, anyways, <laughs> it's a it's a showdown and who knows how this will resolve. I guess we'll find out next week, I guess. I guess. I mean look, on Common Rider O's. The situation is rapidly developing. It is rapidly developing. It's like it is like this ain't no one hour photo shit. No, no, no. This is a <laughs> this is a Polaroid. We're gonna sh- we're gonna sh- <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. What's up, Is Robin buddy? Williams not involved? I mean, I got... I, got, I was going to ask if we were talking about the business or the movie. Uh, Robin <laughs> Williams has not been involved with anything for a minute. I, uh, I think he's Yeah, but this poorly. is from 2011, so... That's true. Who knows? Who knows? He might have... He, might, he could still show up as... Listen, he, Robin Williams was a big video game fan. There's no conclusive proof he wasn't a Kamen Rider fan. The story is rapidly developing. Hey, man, you know what? I like this episode. I like it because the story, you know, the story is rapidly developing. We're getting there. We are now after the, we're, this is it. This is the last 10 episodes. 11. Well, no, because for, we just finished this one and then 38. And you know, you know, the last episode is just wrap up. It's I not. You, Look, Josh, what? Josh, there's how many episodes are there on there, this, on this show? There are 48 episodes. And what episode did we just do? 37. 37. Yes. Okay. So, so ne- 37 so, plus what equals 48? But we just finished this one. So next week, we are now beginning. This is a weird no. thing to argue. Josh, we're in the last 10. Josh, 37 episodes is not 10 episodes away. Yes, <laughs> not but what, episode 38, but, 10 episodes away from. No. When we there go, are 11 more episodes we have to watch. Let him. Dream. You were like that. You were, you were like those guys on that, okay. that muscle building forum who don't understand how many days of the week there are. Okay. Next week we are tackling episode 38, correct? Yes. What is 38 plus 10? Josh, we still have to do episode 38. It yes. still counts. Oh, so this might be a semantic problem. <laughs> we still have to watch 11 episodes. And by the way, what does my Judaism have to do with it? What doesn't it have to do with it? <laughs> Good point. Oi vey. I'm Corey Andrew Dickinson, and you can... I don't know. No, no I'm not. <laughs> yeah. No, you what, could be. What? Go ahead. You have... I wish I had your hair. You have great hair. 
Victoria. Oh, you have you more have hair Walmart than usual. Hair. I've I've seen your hair recently. I hate my hair so much. Hair watch <laughs> hair watch twenty twenty. Why yeah. did you blow dry it? It looked so good though. Because I don't I don't know. I just oh for those of you because I say my Instagram handle every week. So if you want to see me with the terrible hair, my <laughs> hair is now very long. Uh, it's not very long, but it's very poly walnuts. And uh, I decided to use my wife's hair dryer and just you know hire the hair the closer to God. And it looked like I it looked like I had just blown a Vandergraaff generator. <laughs> it was it was great. I think then, you looked. I think you looked really good. And then I said, "Good heavens, Mrs. Yakamoto, you're beautiful." Thank you all for listening. Wait, what did you guys think of this episode? This is good, right? Oh, I liked it. Yeah, I found myself enraptured by part of the armadillo urchin. That was its shoulder that. Oftentimes emitted spikes, but it was just like a series of holes, holes to nowhere. Um, <laughs> the shoulder down. Yeah, it's good. I'm excited. I'm excited for this last group of episodes, whatever number it may be. It's eleven. Two. Two. What? <laughs> How do you think? <laughs> That's a dark horse in the running. Well, if we were to use numerology, a two is two ones, and that's an 11. So I guess we're right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Are we using numerology? Mm-hmm. Never. Oh. Uh, she's Corey Andrew Dickinson. You can find me on Twitter at Absalar. I'm Josh A. King, and you can find me on Instagram at Josh A. King. Come look at my stupid hair. I'm Adam Wasserman. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Gold Sarcasmium. Uh, come watch me become radicalized and start complaining about capitalism constantly because I guess that's what's happening. Uh, bye. Bye. <laughs> See you. Fight the power.